<laughs> you know, yep. um, but for me personally, success comes in a lot of different forms. Um, and it doesn't always have to be like a positive thing, like, you know, like something work out. It could be yeah. that something never work out, but I learned from it. Um, yeah. Or I gain some new information from that, you know. I so, really yeah. like that. You know, I've never heard anybody say um, their success looks like failure mm. and learning <laughs> from it. And I really like Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Career Conversations with Ali, where we talk all things career, giving you the inside scoop to help you with your career goals and your career growth. We're at episode five. And yes, I really can't believe it. Like episode five, I feel like I just started this the other day. And, you know, it's only going to get better from here. So today we're going to take a step away from corporate for a bit. And I will be interviewing my very talented and creative guest, Nellian Rebel. No, people, if talent was a person, it would be Nelly. Nelly, welcome to season one. And thank you so much for joining the conversation today. Um, the first thing I'm curious about, though, is Nelly and the Rebel. Where did the, the Rebel come from? The Rebel. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And also, congratulations. Yay! Episode 5, really? Episode <laughs> five? I know! Wow. Wow. As you said, season 1. So you know that there are going to be other seasons. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> thank you so much. Definitely. All right. So Nelly and Rebel now. Mm, it's a very strong, um, assertive <laughs> name. Yeah. Um, I, I think the reason being is that I'm a low-key person. So <laughs> like with everything that I do, I'm just very chill and low-key. Um, I think the name came around when in a time I was feeling a little bit low in terms of creativity. Um, and... You know, my nickname is Nelly. Uh, I'm sure where the Anne came from, but the Rebel came from a big fire that started in my my heart and my soul as it relates to creating. So to put it um, in a short manner, it came from that uh, this place of un- inspiration or feeling uninspired to feeling, you know, like, all right, yeah, I can conquer the world. Um, I do yeah. believe in myself. Um you know, I can do this and I am worthy of being seen or worthy to share these things. So that's where it came from. Wow. And here I was thinking, you know, you were a bad child growing up. No. <laughs> Not at all. Very much quite the opposite. But I, really, I really like that though. You know, it's almost kind of like rebirth coming out and saying, oh, this is me. I'm right. Good. This is what. I can do. So I really like that, Nelly. Right, right, right. So it's like a revolution with with myself, you know, <laughs> per se. And as I said, it 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 was that fire. So it's you know my greater side or my higher self than saying to the low energy like, yo, we need to come out of that right now. You know, start a revolution to your <laughs> highest self. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That makes sense. <laughs> no, I, I, it makes a lot of sense, and I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, um, listeners. So before we get the ball rolling, I am really pleased to tell you a lot more about Nelly. So Nelly and Rebel is a creative producer for the newly, estab newly established Set Good JA and music video extraordinaires Extreme Arts. She is a multifaceted creative with over 10 years of experience in the film industry, working with some of the most notable acts in the music industry. Some of these notable works include Switch It Up by Protégé featuring Coffee. I'm sure you've heard that. Not to mention this one, Lighter by Taurus Riley and Shensia and the Silver Tongue Devil, Masego and Shensia. Now, Nelly, as she describes herself, is a silent powerhouse that's notable for her creative contribution to visual projects and for her relationship building with artists, clients, and vendors. Nelly is inspired by her love of the arts and music and finds that the marriage of the two gives her an edge when creating, pro creatively producing. Wow. Mm. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Guys, hear all of that. And not to mention, I know Nelly personally, and she's sweet and humble, and that is actually no exaggeration. So, Nelly, I'm very happy to have you here today. And I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yes. And I'm especially excited because I know that these days there are many creatives and they're so talented, but they don't have any guidance. Mm -hmm. And I'm just really hoping that you can enlighten us today. Right. No problem. I will try. <laughs> of course. That's all we can do, right? Try. Right. True, true. So um, you said that you're a creative producer. What is a creative? That's just, you know, how we always start. What's a creative producer? What do they do? All right. So, um, you know, I actually happened upon the term quite recently because I realized that was what I'm actually doing. So um, my post before was a producer, a production manager. So as it says, it's managing a production. So as far as um, logistics, um, as far as budgeting, as far as hiring persons, um, everything that you can think of logistically when you are pulling together a project. Um, so however, on, on me personally, I am also involved in the creative aspects of it. So that would come from um, sometimes, you know, conceptualizing the what the visuals are supposed to look like um somewhat casting for the type of persons that fit that role um our whole everything is supposed to look so um when you merge the two together that's what you call a creative producer so that's what i do oh that sounds good so recently i had a i had a my first guest on the podcast was actually a project manager Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that you said that you work with a budget, you work with a schedule and you work with, mm -hmm. it seems that the whole production management is also kind of like project management as well. Yeah, it's, then, it's exactly that. <laughs> definitely. It, it definitely mm -hmm. sounds like that. And then you, you have the creative aspect, as you say, the cast mm -hmm. conceptualizing what, what is that it needs to look like, whether it's film, mm -hmm. which is like TV, I guess movies or so, or music, what you want mm -hmm. that to look like putting it together, right. finding the people to do it, and all of that, right? Right, right, right. 
okay okay good mm-hmm. so nelly how did you get into something like this like how did it start for you personally wow it's it's like bakabush story this no <laughs> okay give so, it to me <laughs> i'm gonna try to shorten it um mm-hmm. i talk about it all the time because it's so funny how i ended up in um in the film world in the music video world but it also is not too far fetched from far fetched from who i am as a person so okay. i actually started out as an artist as a musical artist yes i can sing i do a lot of different um things musically producing composing playing instruments and all of that so um my my journey started from music um i i i am that person where i need to know the back end of things before i get into it mm-hmm. so for me that was um when I was entering into the music world, I have a little buzz going on him, something, you know, I had songs <laughs> out and all of these things. Mm-hmm. So um, I really wanted to get in on the, the back end so that my my musical career would be as prosperous as it could be. So I ended up going to Edna Manley. Um, and I, I, I did a program called Arts Management. And... Um, and then I got my degree at the end of that. However, I found myself um, as like a part-time working in film. So <laughs> all of what I was learning at Edna Manley, I was putting towards my um, experience in film. So that was the, at the inception of Extreme Arts. So um, started out as a, as a scriptwriter. No, as a matter of fact, I started out observing because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I never had much video experience before. It wasn't something that I was looking to to um to get into. It was just observation, and then I realized that all the skills that I was learning um that I was getting from Edna preparing me to be some form of arts manager. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. when you say arts, that- what kind of arts? everything involving the arts so they do um you know the arts well the four or is it three major ones at um edna that they have schools for is music uh, visual arts and music i know visual arts can be broken down into various mm-hmm. sectors right okay. so um they had our section, the arts managers. We would be the persons that um, would be on the back end of the management aspect of it. So, but the thing with that is, you can literally go anywhere with that um, with those skill set of an art arts manager. So for me, I just wanted it for my music, <laughs> just to mm-hmm. have that knowledge. Um, but I'm glad it spun me into this direction because I'm here on on the back end of um, film, um, specifically music videos, and it's given me a whole different um, outlook on the industry, on um, on working with people from various uh, that do various as- aspects of the arts, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's just exposing a whole lot to me. I feel like I strayed from the original question, but <laughs> no, no. So you said you. I was asking how you got into it. So you were telling me really that it started off from you singing, right? Right, right, right. And, loving to, and then wanting to be involved in the back end. 
because right. you, you know you, you like when you know the ins and the outs of it which is which is right. good exactly. and that's what led to did the thing at arts management at edna mm-hmm. right right which, which then so, led then led it to the degree right 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 what was the degree in arts management arts management okay yeah. and then that's when you start you said you said you you were doing like volunteer and i wasn't can you say oh, that it, was, it was it was part-time but initially like mm-hmm. while i was in um the program i was uh i was just observing on on various yeah. sets because that extreme art stemmed from cash flow records where i was you know doing a lot of my music over there so that's how the the connection was formed and um mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically went to the media leg, and um, and it was good because it was like a great collaboration. <laughs> Here I was um going off into into a different direction in terms of my music, and here Cashflow Records was spinning off into the media leg, you know, well right. the composer there, yeah. yeah. So it it just all came together like full circle, <laughs> somehow, you know. Because I'm still on the back end. <laughs> okay. Know, the, 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 the bits, the ins and outs and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not on the musical level. <laughs> I get you. So yes. you're in the music video industry side of things now. Right. But based on what you're saying, it, um, persons, the arts management can be in various, that study arts management can go in various different industries. Right, what are some right. of those industries that they could that persons could go into? Right. Um a lot. It's a whole lot. I'm trying to memorize this list or trying to remember this list that they gave to um to us at some point. And it had a whole lot. Um you can you go give from, some uh, of the popular music. ones, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, the ones off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um music, uh an artist manager, um a museum a art curator um mm-hmm. art broker a project manager um just if you think of any aspects of management and then you yeah. pair it with an art form or an art yeah. discipline then it, it's like an open world for us <laughs> wow yeah. and here i was thinking um i was telling somebody the story the other day that in high school I did art but I was not very good at it Mm -hmm. and um, initially I didn't pay it much attention because I said to myself Mm -hmm. I don't want to become an artist because back then you don't have you don't have the knowledge of the different things that you can pursue when it comes to art and it not just being you know drawing and right. when, it, when I think of Edna Manley, I would think of sculpture and stuff like that. Right. You know, right. you didn't think that there was this vast world, um, the different sides of music, different types, mm-hmm. sides of film, and, you know, art management. And, right. you know, going into all these different fields that you can manage anything that, you know, encompasses art. So mm-hmm. that, is, that is very interesting. Right. And you're in film. I mean, you're in music. Mm-hmm. Um, as you're a creative producer, but what are some of the other roles that you have to work with to ensure mm-hmm. that your project comes together well? Right. Um, well, the, the major roles, I would say the, one of some of the most important ones, um, you definitely need somebody that ideates the story. So that could be a writer um, or that could be a creative director or somebody in that um 
creative part. Um, a creative producer can also do it, like myself. Um, mm-hmm. But th- that this, that's the thing with the roles. They can... Uh, what's the word? You can... I'm thinking of transform or you can transcend. <laughs> multi-talented. Right. Multifaceted <laughs> people and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. So the top roles, um, you, you, off the top of my head, a uh, director of photography, um, a director, a producer, um, production manager, a creative director, um, assistant camera, a grip, assistant mm-hmm. director, um, what else? Gaffer. That's a person that um, controls the lighting. Um, yeah. Let me see. Glam squad. That could be makeup, hair, wardrobe. Uh, who else? And I said makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you did. Uh, there's a lot. And it depends on how... Yeah, there's a lot. And it depends on how... Um, oh, yeah. I can't forget PA. <laughs> That's a, a production assistant um and they're very very needed you know as i was just mm-hmm. thinking about it um so what was my thought yeah so, it depends on the size of the project the project i was just about that to kinda, ask, yeah. right that determines like how full scale of a team that you you need you know so um, the way you started or the way you got into this type of industry may be different from other persons. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you've probably met other creative producers, but mm-hmm. if somebody else is out there and they're interested in doing this and becoming a creative mm-hmm. producer, yeah. um, what advice would you have for them in getting into this type of field? Um, are there any qualifications that you'd encourage them to get? Right. Um, would you encourage them to also go to Edna Manning and study this? How would you say they could start their journey from high school to to know to get in there? Right. Um, I would say get the experience. Um, for me personally, I didn't go to a film school. I learned through, you know, observation and also making mistakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and some sort of mentorship. But that doesn't have to be like from one person. It could be through observation, asking questions and all of that. Um, but yeah. I think the most the most uh, advisable thing is to get the experience, you know, because the more you do it, the more that you are seeing everything because it's a hands-on thing, you know. So mm-hmm. it's good to be there in present. So that that would be a way to, to get in and... Um, for as for Edna Manley, there are it depends on what you want to do. If for me, I just I went to arts management, even though my discipline is music. Um, if you're entering the film industry as a talent, then I would say one of the schools would be suited. Um, and if you're going one into one of the schools, meaning Edna Manley. Yeah, as like in, within Edamale, sorry, because I go there. Oh, there well, school within okay. Right, right, right. Within Edamale. So we have art school, mm-hmm. drama school, um, school of arts management. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then within each school, they have their different, that it breaks down to different mm-hmm. um, career disciplines. Okay. So 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, as far as Edna Manley, yeah, you can go there and they do help you to hone your craft. Uh, they do help you to um, help to prepare you to get out there, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're intently listening and paying attention, yes. <laughs> college is useful. I don't care what nobody say. That's, that, that's what I was just about so, to ask you because mm-hmm. many persons, um, especially like for creative, creative, mm-hmm. say, you go on right. YouTube and as you say, you 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 watch people do it and you get in mm-hmm. and you, you know you jump in and you get your feet wet. Right. But right. I'm sure there were valuable skills that you learned at mm-hmm. Edna that you feel like it really helped you in your career, right? Right. That definitely. In your career now. Definitely, definitely. Especially when you talk about logistics. Um, it gets down to the nitty-gritty. And then you know, there's that edge where you're you yourself, you're a creative and you mm-hmm. understand it. So even for persons who are coming into this industry, you don't necessarily have to be a creator, but to some degree you should appreciate it and have an eye for creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think that is um a must. Because if you just come in and it's just brick like a brick kind of vibe or a brick kind of thinking mm-hmm. it's yeah. not flexible to um to help with the success of whatever project that you're working on so for somebody who thinks that they are interested in something like this but maybe mm-hmm. they're not as creative mm-hmm. how can they develop that different way of thinking or looking at things mm-hmm. for inspiration right um and i think it would all fall on what aspect of film they're looking into in the field mm-hmm. um so if you have somebody that is a has an eye for creativity you know of course you you would delve yourself into always you know seeking inspiration you know mm-hmm. um just exercising that that your mind to that like for me i watch a lot of videos i save a lot of references and all of that um mm-hmm. that's how i get my feet wet even after the fact that i'm here 10 years later you're already even though right. you're already immersed right. in it <laughs> right so it's a thing that never stops like you just always have to get your feet wet you get your feet wet with every project every project <laughs> Right, you know, mm-hmm. and then as some somebody that's on the more logistic and are not having to do with creativity, it's more technical. Then, um, mm-hmm. it's just practice. It's really um, you know, find somebody that does it. Ask a lot of questions. You know, be present in terms of, you know, seeing if you can get on board with a project, and mm-hmm. also if you recognize a skill set that you have in place that might be useful then offer it you know and that's right. how you get your feet wet <laughs> so for example um i i'm in corporate mm-hmm. i'm thinking yo i feel like i need to pivot i i this is i'm mm-hmm. way too creative for this but you know right. i'm good at project management right. um and i'm good at planning things and mm-hmm. watching projects come together Right. Um, but you're saying, you know, maybe re- you're saying reach out to persons. Like, how can I find people to reach mm-hmm. out to? How can I even know mm-hmm. where to start? Because now yeah. I'm interested. I want to be behind the scenes to make the next Ding Dong Rivers video. Mm-hmm. 
like who do I who do I reach out to? Right. Um, I'm very clueless. All I've been dealing with is, um, you know, working in the financial institution. I just deal with financial stuff. I have no idea. Where right, can I start? Right. Where can you start? You can start. Listen, remember we're in the age of technology. You have yes, IGs girl. and TikToks and mm-hmm. all of that. But I would say IG because <laughs> <laughs> um, social media, utilizing social media because um, most places are virtual or most places are, you know, limited in terms of you going there yourself, you know? Um, yeah. So I would say reach out on social media. If it is a case where you are able to create on your own to present something to somebody so they can they can see what you can do that would be good as well um but as far as like so like social media you can literally find any anybody shoot a dm but i Mm -hmm. also feel that it's important that you bring you know what you're able to offer you know and that shows interest that shows initiative you know agreed yep definitely let them know how you can um, improve whatever it is that they are working on. Right, exactly. Yeah. Which which makes me also want to ask you how can how can somebody um, build their portfolio? Um, say they've never done anything before, but they want to reach out to somebody. They have mm-hmm. these skills that they can show them. Is mm-hmm. there anything else that they can probably do before, or is it in no after reaching out to them and working or? observing mm-hmm. they start doing their own how can somebody just build their portfolio basically right right well it's uh, for me um i think starting from and it depends on on uh well how you feel <laughs> <laughs> as a person heading in there like you kind of have a preconceived notion of what you want to achieve and how you're going to do it but sometimes like the, to make that move it's fear-based you know yeah. kind of afraid like mm, what if they don't respond to me or you know so <laughs> it, that's why I said it's always good to have something that you've done so yeah um yeah that's why you kind of start building your portfolio like this is what you um have done reach out to other people that um they say for instance you're a person who's interested in being a director of photography or a director you know, create a project on your own. Um, link up some of your friends and thing and say, yo, may I do so and so, you know, you want to do something, have some fun on a Friday evening. Let's film yeah. us, you know, doing a skit or something, or nice. you know, creating like a setting for something. It depends on what you want to get out there as well, you know. Um, so yeah, just create something uh pro bono, <laughs> of course, because it's starting out. <laughs> um and you yeah. you you do that. That's why you start building your 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 portfolio. And some of the time, the people them will think they're way high up and everything. They're not even have to know since a free thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? they don't even have to know. How will they know? Nobody's gonna know. know. Nobody's gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if you put your, your your heart into it, um, you'll definitely look at it in a way where you 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 treat this as a real project. You know, so that's how you can start building your portfolio and then you can start showing it to people and then you can start kind of inviting yourself to places like, hey, I'm interested in da, 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 da. This is some of my work, you know, so that's what I'm going to say, you know, go and build up the little free stuff them and then, 
you know, you can approach with experience. That's just some, and I wish somebody tell me this from day <laughs> one. <laughs> well, you know, at least you know you're, you you got your foot wet now, so now you can right. help us to get in. Mm-hmm. All right, for sure. Uh, um, so I'm thinking. I remember when you were talking and you were saying you were talking about the whole budget. You mm-hmm. know, finding the cast, doing this, doing that. Yeah. Um, what it when when you get a project, mm-hmm. how what 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 is the work that is done from like con- conception to mm-hmm. handing over and say ah success, right? What 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 work? What is the work that is involved in that? Mm. It's a lot. <laughs> I can tell you. That. I I can like when because... I see the productions, I can just right. imagine that it's right. a. Yeah, but you do have those people that they see everything and it's like, hey, this is so pretty, <laughs> you know, like three minutes can be literally even up to a month of planning to execution just for those three minutes, you know. So wow. it starts with somebody linking saying, hey, would like to shoot a video. Um, we find out what's their budget like so that way we're able to kind of have an idea of what type of logistics we're looking at or what our whole best we can pull off certain um, aesthetics and such. Um, And then from there, we kind of create, um, we can create a concept. Then from the concept, um, it can go either you build a budget from it or you build it based on a pre, um, like a budget that, that is presented to us. So, can go either way um and then you start executing once you're good with the budget and uh from there you start linking up persons who would be involved who's going to be shooting it who's going to be directing it um sometimes it can be the the same person depends on the scale of the project um and then you have the person who is you know getting everything together such as talent um and uh, my brain just got stuck because <laughs> I went into I went into a day on set. I'm like, wait, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the who's gonna be there as far as talent? Where where are we going to shoot it? Um, who's gonna be the glam squad? What are these people gonna eat? Um, you know, what kind of props are going to use? Uh, who's gonna be editing everything once we're finished? Mm-hmm. Um, so those are just some of the, the, the small pieces because you have other um, persons who come on board depending on how large a project is. So the bigger the project, the bigger the crew mm-hmm. and the bigger the money. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get bigger. So, yeah. So um, would, would you say that creative producers are working, you know, you have a nine to five and you're working every single day out of the week. Mm-hmm. Is that the case for creative producers? Do you usually have like free time between projects and mm-hmm. during that free time, what's usually taking place? Right. Um, well, I'm not sure what the case is for other creative producers because mm-hmm. it might be a case where they are um hired by a by a like a corporate company or something. Um mm-hmm. But from for on my end personally, I kind of have the freedom to kind of schedule my time 
sometimes sometimes but i would say <laughs> a little more flexible than a nine to five person you know yeah um it depends on the scope of a project as well sometimes you'll find yourself working every single day until execution um what's the longest then... project you've ever been on Oh, it would depend on what you call the longest because you do have um, some projects that have been executed. But as Mm -hmm. far as the editing, let's say, all right, the editing portion of it, once a project is done, you send it over, send over first draft and the person can say, okay, I like this or can you remove, you know, some of this, you know, they give their feedback and everything. And depending on the conversation like that could take a little while, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it can go on for like a couple of months, you know, um, wow. but yes, sometimes mm-hmm. not a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes it can take two weeks. The standard time is like for, 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 uh, for average, for an average project is like two weeks from, from the linkage stage to the, the launch stage of the project. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Or the editing. Sorry, I should say the editing. Um, yeah, because after it's edited and sent out to the client, then they decide when they want to launch, if they want to launch the, the, the video. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Um, speaking mm-hmm. about, you know, launching of the video, etc. I've mm-hmm. seen I've seen a video, you know, put out on YouTube mm-hmm. and, you know, somebody says, they have to change something within the video because it violates, you know, something. Mm-hmm. Right. At this point, when it comes back to you, how hard is that to edit if that happens? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, never had a scenario like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because um, for one, within the, the, the conceptualizing and during execution, you have to make sure that you're on your P's and Q's. So that's where, mm-hmm. like a project, a production manager then would would um, or producer would ensure that certain things are in place. If it is a case where it's in the editing stages, um, they do have the opportunity there as well. Um, the client, I would say, would have the opportunity to kind of pick out. Okay, um, this doesn't work. There's branding right here that we cannot show, etc. Yeah. That kind of thing. So there, there is a couple of um, eyes to ensure that there are no issues like that. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't had any any scenarios like that that I can speak on in terms of that. That, that is, is good. good. Yeah, because you want to make sure on your P's and Q's. Man. P's and Q's. Definitely. So, um, <laughs> being on P's and Q's. Um, a creative producer. I know they have to be creative. Mm-hmm. They have to, um, you know, be detail oriented. What are some other like skills mm-hmm. that you think they need to have? Like maybe, you know, somebody out there who is, you know, making YouTube videos, but they want to start getting into being a real creative producer. Like, you know, right. What, yeah. which skills would you look at them and say yo these are some of the skills i i advise you to to work on and to mm-hmm. improve on so that you can get your stuff together what are right. some of those uh i would say definitely because see the creative 
producer is a cross between two worlds, um, being creative and being um, logically sound in terms of mm-hmm. projects. So they would operate like um, as a project manager. So mm-hmm. if you're, um, and marriage is like my favorite word this weekend, um, <laughs> the marriage <laughs> of the two, yeah, the marriage of the two requires you to have skill set for both um for both positions because it's really two positions just merged yeah. as one right um and it can be a beautiful thing as a creative definitely you know you have to have the passion of course um you have to have that but that that part is subjective because a creative can be whoever they want to be <laughs> as long <laughs> as they're creative <laughs> yeah you know um you have to have the eyes for it. You have to have that feeling towards it. You're you're supposed to be mm-hmm. able to see. Um, you have to be a visionary as well, um, because uh, you know you have to see what it's supposed to look like or whatever it is yeah. you mean. You what, should what be able to see what the end goal is gonna look like. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So that would be a visionary. Um, and then same thing for 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 production um, manager or the producer role, you have to be a visionary as well. You have to see everything that should be happening, um, and also what might not happening, and prepare for those, and what the end result should look like. So, um, I would say definitely the the, the passion part, of course, um, yeah. leadership skills, innovative thinking, um, a go getter. Um, somebody that is versed in crisis management because that can play a role. Yeah. Somebody that's quick on their feet with thinking. Um, mm-hmm. What else? You have to be sharp as well. Um, Detail-oriented, of course. Um, and I feel like it's very important to know your entire crew, right? That yeah. way, the leadership can keep you in the wicked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah make it a point of duty to know everybody's name and set even though i forget a lot of the time <laughs> <laughs> you know so you present yourself as a leader um mm-hmm. and a visionary i would say are the top two things um i also want to be energetic but all of them things that come from them top two things <laughs> <laughs> leader being a visionary i, li- I like it yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, for for you, Nelly, um, when you when you get into your different projects, mm-hmm. um, what makes you feel like oh, I feel like that was a successful one, or mm-hmm. I feel like that was a good one, as opposed to oh, I don't think that was my best work. What what gives you that feeling of success? When we're done. <laughs> just when you finish let me say success is um mm-hmm. subjective for me personally um yep. i believe that once we have a team that's working together in a seamless manner or mm-hmm. the energy is good that is a success right um for a client to approve an idea or be in love with it. Let's go dramatic. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that is a success. Um, when we are able to execute 
and finish for the day and we can say yes we got everything that we needed and if even if we didn't what we have works that is our success um when it's edited and we see what comes together from what we executed that is our success you know and then when it drop and everybody are real about it yeah man. yes and that's what the real vibes come in <laughs> mm-hmm. you know yep. um but for me personally success comes in a lot of different forms um and it doesn't always have to be like a positive thing like you know like something work out it could be yeah. that something never work out but i learned from it um yeah. or again some new information from that you know I so, really yeah. like that feeling. I've never heard anybody say um, their success looks like failure mm. and learning <laughs> from it. And I really like this. This I love that one, Nelly. That like I'm gonna be putting up some quotes about this on you know the Instagram page. <laughs> I, I like that one. This is new. You know, it. you know when you, you see these quotes on Google and mm. they have the name underneath it. That's right. gonna be that's gonna be the quote with Nelly and Rebel underneath it. You heard that here first. <laughs> yes, man. I heard that first. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really do like that. Um, so, what are I know you, you've, you've spoken about the different roles, you know, that make up the team, but being a create creative producer, what do you think would be next for you, or naturally next for somebody who's in this type of field? Um. To be honest, <laughs> going up from there, uh, I'm not sure. Because, you know, I am a kind of go-with-the-flow type of person. Mm-hmm. And I I think it's a case of, and I'm speaking personally, because I, I, I believe mm-hmm. I'm a true creative. Um, it's really where my heart is telling me to go mm-hmm. um, from... from from the, the role where I am now, I, I recently, as I said, I recently realized that you know the two are actually married, you know, creative director and a production manager or a producer. So mm-hmm. I am, you know, kind of enjoying. <laughs> You're enjoying this side of things. I'm right enjoying now. like the realization, then like, oh yeah, I've been doing yeah. that too, you know. Um so yeah, as, as as wherever it takes me, you know, um, that's where I'll go. Like recently mm-hmm. though, I I took an interest in set design because the eyes, as I say, <laughs> you know, um, I like working with my hands. I like putting things together. I like um, setting up spaces and such. That's probably something that. I didn't see coming, to be honest. Um, and usually, persons that do that that would have that role, they eventually move up to be like a creative director or a um, or a creative producer. But yeah. like, may I move a little bit, um, you know, from the, <laughs> from the inception stage of that, which I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's like it's another skill set that I can add to my plate, and I really enjoy doing it. <laughs> As you said, you it's 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 about being multifaceted. So, mm-hmm. um, being a creative director, or production manager doesn't mean that that's the only thing you can do. 
Right. Um, you can do different things within with, within the whole team that comes together and, and gets everything done. Right. So um, that that is good. That is good. Right. So a position like creative producer, Donnelly, is this a salaried yeah. position? Is um, when somebody join a company that you know a, a, a media company, a production company? Is yeah. this a salaried position or is it paid in terms of um, project? Yeah. Um, like I was saying earlier, it would depend on where somebody works. Some for some persons it is salaried. Mm-hmm. It can be salaried if you're working within a company. Um or you can work on an individual basis. Uh where that would be like project by project. Mm-hmm. So um for me it's project by project. Uh but it's a lot of projects. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um I work for various companies, but my base would be Extreme Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, I think that's the the, the flexibility of it all. Because once you're creative, you don't have to... Um, be bound. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. it's wherever they need you. So, um, And that's the thing too. Like you, If you fall into a role within film, um, it depends on how op- open-minded you are. You can yeah. transcend into other roles as well. Like for instance, I could be... This is almost like when you're putting on different wigs. <laughs> like <laughs> for females, for females. Um you can so for a project you can fall into just being a creative director. So that means you're the eyes, you're the person who's like, all right, this is supposed to look this way. We're gonna need this person to do that. Um, or you can have somebody uh I can fall into the role of a producer where we're looking at budget all right so we'll need to get that person but we can't afford them because i'm trying to hold for money but they work good mm-hmm. you know that's a person that's there to do that all right this can work that can't work um in terms of logistics i feel like i use that yeah, word yeah. a lot today that's logistics <laughs> <laughs> but it's it really it's, is it's um, relevant so what yeah, it is. yeah. Mm-hmm. so um, can you say like um, from the low end to maybe the high end that somebody could get paid for the, being mm-hmm. a creative producer? Mm-hmm. All right. So I, I, I don't know if it's too sensitive to speak on rates. <laughs> okay. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the, the, the term, it would be determined from experience. Um, and I okay. feel like it's a wide range. So I'm not mm-hmm. able to speak on it. Cause yeah. Yeah, no one would have dear me later. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. All right. All right, no but problem. Varies, That's I just said a lot of, a lot of mm-hmm. um like different projects, it depends on the scale of it. So for something small, um, you know, it would be or, or something that's less what do you call it, less time to execute. Yeah. Um, no, I feel like I said it in Jamaican way just now. Um, with a, 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 a set time to execute, let's say it's like a two week, you only need two weeks to, to execute this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be different from something where you have three days to execute, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. For example, like a shoot day um, with less crew um, or a low budget project, you know, you're going to have like a certain amount. If it's a bigger project, then, you know, it's more work being put in. So, of course, your pay would increase. 
Great. And you say, you know, it so it's based on that and also based on experience. Right. And, you exactly. know, maybe the industry and the, the company mm-hmm. working for, etc. Right, exactly. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. So um looking at the job on a whole, mm-hmm. what are some of the fun things or the perks of being mm-hmm. a produ- creative producer as opposed to some other things that are a little bit more mundane but they have to be done? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, just showing that reality to people. The right. highlights and the lowlights, basically. The lowlight. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm glad you said the highlights and the lowlights. <laughs> um, so it's a whole bunch of things. Like being a creative um, producer is really fun. That's the high um, point. <laughs> the low point is it can become really stressful because, for one, you are overseeing the entire project from start to finish so that's a lot of responsibility you're overseeing um you're ensuring that the vision of the client is met you're ensuring that um you have the correct crew or the right crew to execute this project um who understand the assignment as a young people i must say <laughs> why should we need Nelly? why should we need <laughs> hey you're only as old as you feel <laughs> i think right? yeah <laughs> same um yeah executing um the right crew um so it's yeah it's a whole lot of response making making sure that you're not going over budget um also ensuring that your crew is comfortable with each other that's something that i actually pride myself on um it's like one of the key things that i um feel like and then maybe it's because the creative part of me the creative side of me is let's live in love and harmony you know (laughs) a lot of people sometimes they're just meeting for the first time on a set you know so it's good to to get them get everybody acquainted and you know that usually makes for a fun set it makes for a productive set um you find yourself feeling like you're not working. You're just doing some fun stuff on a Friday evening. I don't know why I keep saying a Friday evening, but... <laughs> I feel like you guys do a lot of Friday evening shoots. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So, you know, um, so for me, like some of the fun things are meeting new people. Um, and I love coming in contact with those kind of people to hear other people... Yeah talk about their work and to see them executing you know on on you know on a particular project of ours is just to me amazing i like seeing artists doing their thing i like seeing them um being able to shine because you know on that end um i understand a lot of the the pressures and the um and the, the low parts to being an artist but you know, um, I also feel good that I'm able to like have a, a platform then or um have the ability to bring people on to certain projects that you know the, yeah. the you're like a connector. Wouldn't... Yeah, 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 yeah. I was bringing say. things and people together. Yes. Yes, like yes, it. yes. Like so it. that's like the fun side. Um Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, the low side is sometimes you, you just have a short amount of time to get things together that can be stressful. Um, 
sometimes things don't go as smoothly and you have to think right on your feet to, to you know, how can we change this up or, you know, for example, you know, at a location, we're filming, when you look, boom, rainfall, if I have a plan B, you know? You yeah. had to have had a plan B from before. Before, <laughs> what will so, happen right. if rainfall, what are we going to do? Okay. Right, exactly. So <laughs> that's where the little... um. The, the the I wouldn't say stressful. I would say the more responsible part comes in because you have yeah. to think of every single detail, every single thing, and um, and, and that's on you, that's right? On and you. that's on you, right? Exactly. Yep. So, mm-hmm. everybody, you're the point of contact, and um, and whatever could go wrong, are you the to come to? Yep. So you need to have the solution for that. All right. Right, so, exactly. So yep. like right there, no pressure. <laughs> As no, pressure. no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> so Millie, um yes. in in reading your bio, um, mm-hmm. I know you've worked with a few persons. All right. Up video, Protege Coffee, Lighter. I remember the other day. Mm-hmm. Every every 10 seconds you hear somebody say, you know the challenge oh, yeah. everything yes, yes um yes. yes so you've you've been on quite a few projects um right. so far which one would you say was your favorite ah uh, well it's hard to choose it's hard to choose <laughs> I figure you're it's say hard that. to choose for real but you know mm-hmm. it is it is um if i could look back in oh, two, three years ago oh okay which one would you say you are the most proud of? Mm-hmm. The most proud of? Ooh. Where is it's that? Just, it's, it's just like that word, success, you know, proud, proud is subjective. <laughs> um, most proud of? Oh, you put me in the spot, man. All right, wait, all right. Oh, all right. wait. All right, hear what? All right, all right. I can give you one notable one that just you know come just come at the top of my head um i actually didn't list that one it was a project with um with a mix mix pack is it mix mm-hmm. pack yes um they 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 hit us up for a project um with Afrobe, vibes cartel and dre skull and the song's yeah. called Shape, Shape Nice. This wasn't right. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. So, yeah, that project for me was, um, there was something special about it in terms yeah. of the feedback from the persons on the set. Uh, so usually like on a video shoot it's it's you know everybody do them thing go money yada whatever so mm-hmm. um for, for this project it was it was warm it was really so warm um everybody you know everybody usually gets along on, on this set but it was more friendly it was it felt like a family doing yeah. something together um some of the the cast members knew each other from before but for the most part, a lot of us are meeting each other for the first time. So it was um, pretty powerful in terms of the energy and how comfortable yeah. everybody was feeling. And for me, as I said, that's like one of the 
top things that that you could try to implement on a set because once you feel comfortable working once you have that nice feeling you're a lot more productive you are more um into your role yeah whatever role that might be and you leave Mm -hmm. home feeling good as tired as i might be you know yeah (laughs) harmony harmony and i I would say it was probably one of the most seamless shoots ever 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 and it was um it was just it was dancers and they're dancing all over downtown yes i remember that video yeah and there was styling as well so it what would have been like you know all right, let's get changed after this outfit real quick. All right, we have to move to this location right now. Da, 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 mm-hmm. Five minutes left here. And, you know, it it, it was kind of like, if you can think of the most mellow song in your mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it was that. It was like it was slow motion-ish, nice. but like just magical, you know? So, so Nelly, do you also, are you also responsible for finding locations or coming up with locations and stuff like that? Yeah, sometimes. Um, and sometimes clients do come with their what they have to offer. So, for instance, mm-hmm. like, oh, I'd like to shoot here. Um, and yeah, so sometimes they 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 have the location already. Um, or or a particular part, particular cast member. Um, that would they would like to 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 include however however (laughs) it has to be a case where it meets our standard in terms of quality got you yeah so yeah so i yeah i do some of the sourcing um and then i do work with a pa or two and Mm -hmm. you know some of the some of the, the 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 scouting would um would would transcend to them. Right. Nelly, I can't dance in and I can't and I cannot sing, <laughs> but I can walk. I can walk, can walk. I can I can be back. I just put in that out here here. I, I don't understand. <laughs> but listen, we're supposed to link up from a long time, but we'll talk after. You sound ready. You sound ready. Of course, no man I'm ready. The same way so I can you know do my hair. Yes. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, it depends on the sets, you know. As long as you just bait and put on the clothes and come and they will do the rest. (laughs) Guys, you heard it here. Coming (laughs) soon to a video near you. Yeah, man. Sometimes that's the case. If it's a nice budget, yes. But otherwise, um, I'd be the person to guide them on um as to you know what to bring, um, you know, how to do your hair, what is usually not for sure, you know. For specific things, you know, you need a specific crew for commandos, Mm -hmm. you know, knock out a hairstyle like the one we seen on the Shen video the other day. Yes, wait. <laughs> that's actually a coming up. There's something coming. I have a question on that in a moment. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. So, actually, Nelly, mm-hmm. we are at the end of our interview oh. segment about you know creative producer, etc. But right. we're not. We're, we are not at the end of the episode. Okay. We have a quick little trivia section. We have about three questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so all I want you to do is to pick one, 
pick three of these colors mm -hmm. and then I will ask you a question based on the color that you have selected. And these are very so these are the colors red, blue, orange, purple, or white. So white, purple, orange, blue, or red. Pick three colors. Oh, three colors. Why no yellow? <laughs> oh, I forgot that one. All right, that's cool. Um, I'm going to go red, blue, mm -hmm. white. Red, blue, white. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. All right. So the first question is, so red is this. Red is, what was the first toy to be advertised on television ever? As on TV. I feel like you set me up for fail, but I'm going to find a success in that. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's how we trademark that quote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, because I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to learn something new today. Yes. Uh, let me see now. The first toy that was advertised. Let me know if you want a hint. Yes, I would love a hint, please, Alex. All right. So this toy is something that you can... It is a vegetable that you can boil. <laughs> this toy is... Oh, um... People normally is it Mr. It. Potato or something like that. Yes, Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> oh, for real? oh, snap. Yes. Oh, snap. Wow. Well I... done. Well done. One out of three. I learned right. something still, even though I got it yeah. right. So, yeah. question number two Who mm -hmm. has won more tennis Grand Slam titles? Was it Venus Williams or Serena Williams? More grand, the more tennis grand slam titles, Venus or Serena? Serena, you are correct. <laughs> yes, that's what you call winging it. <laughs> <laughs> and the final one, white, which animal mm -hmm. can be seen on the Porsche logo? Which animal can be seen no, on man. the Porsche logo? I see two men know nothing about care. I see a lot of Porsches driving in Jamaica, you know. Porsche dealership in New Kingston. Porsche in New Kingston. Boy, I've never taken notice enough. The creative act left. Well, we know he's not a dog. Not a dog. Is it out? No, I know the walking line. That's poor goat or whatever they want to pronounce it. Um, Hold on. Wait. Pass. You have to guess. You have to guess. <laughs> I have to guess. Jano. Ah, is it? It's not a lion, right? No. no, it's not a lion. So I'll I'll give you the answer. Is a horse. It's a horse. Yes. Jaja. No problem. So you got two yeah. out of three. You're still a winner in my eyes. Yeah, man. Still a winner, man. <laughs> Learn something new. The horse. And this is I a bonus. That. I have two bonus questions that you cannot get wrong. Okay. What is the name of Spice's new album and when will it be released? See, there you say, what can I not get wrong? <laughs> is get it 10? 10? Yes, 10 right. to be released on uh i'm not sure is it next month yes i'll give you that right you probably don't okay. know the date. yeah i wouldn't 10 on august 10 and she said that's her birthday 
I figured it would be something like that. I should have guessed mm-hmm. that. I know. <laughs> All, right. All right. So recently, we've been seeing a lot of Shensia in the public, etc. What yep. is the name of Shensia's new single? Run, 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 which have the hear capture run. the people. Hey, that <laughs> that scene with her um uh, uh, fling around the hair. Did you see the meme? And I'm saying, when your mother come home and see friends over the house. I didn't see it. <laughs> you didn't see it? I forgot to send it to you after. I think Tropics posted it. And <laughs> they have her on the top of the jeep and the, the boy run. And she oh, up no. swinging like a lasso. <laughs> and she catch him. So they had like the, the thing I said, um, when your mother... When your mother see a friend, something like um, when your mother come home and see a friends at the house, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like run, wow. run, run. <laughs> so, so Lily, oh, um, if you can, mm-hmm. what would have been your concept for a video like this? Just quickly, like a minute. Like, mm-hmm. is there any any what? How differently could you see yourself putting something together? What would you have in mind for a song like that? For the the one. Mm-hmm. Yo, I want to say shot, you know. The, mm, hmm. Trust me, the visuals were so fire. Like, yeah, I think they were. I, they I, really I, were. I can't even tell you. No, this is how you know when something good. When you wish I did, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like. Yo, this bad. Like, this is awesome. This is yeah, like really out of the box. It's really good. All right. So, um, Nelly, how can persons find you, even if mm-hmm. they're just if they want to see some of the things that you know you post that you work on? How can persons find you on social media? Um, on social media, I I'm on Instagram as Nellyan Rebel. Um, do I have to spell it too? <laughs> yes, just just so they know. <laughs> All right. So, um, it's N E L L I E A N N. R-E-B-E-L. So okay. I feel like it's just the Nelly part. Let me forget. And that's N-E-L-L-I-E. And okay. Rebel. Want to type it. Dana's supposed to say like an Afro hair girl. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Thank you. So you guys heard it here. Um, Nelly really gave us the inside scoop of creative producing, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Nelly, I thoroughly enjoyed the time that we spent together. And I hope that my creatives listening and even aspiring creatives can really get to work. And, you know, if this is if this is something that they are interested in doing. No, Nelly, thank you so much for joining us today. Saying that once more. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Of course. (laughs) And listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. And everyone, don't forget to subscribe and to share this podcast with a friend. Also, check out our Instagram and Facebook page for some after episode gems. And the page is Career Conversations with Ali. And you know, I like to call those pod gems. But see you soon, guys, in our next episode. Bye.